Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Rock Island is back. We took a little break, took a little time off, had to get some shit together. Real life occurs, but ain't nobody ever asked me what day this podcast come out. Nobody asked me how often the podcast comes out, and nobody really asked me like any of those type of questions. So I tend to just drop these episodes when I want to. The music you hear in this podcast is for editorial purposes only. These ain't my songs, unless I say they're my songs. You know Rocks a lot when you hear, and this is Rocks Island. So you better not be confused as to who Rocks a lot is when you on Rocks Island. But this ain't my music. I'm playing it for editorial purposes only. Enjoy, and don't be trying to record this shit and play it back. This ain't the old school days. That being said... Welcome back to another episode of Rock Solid. I'm going to give you a little bit of something to mix real quick, and then we're going to talk some shit. What made me start it with this song? <laughs> what do you say? I just said curious minds want to know. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> I forgot how she started that album off. Do you think all her plastic surgery has like dulled her cultural impact? Yes. It's made her a caricature. Shit with that platinum grandma, I am a diamond cluster hustler, queen bitch, supreme bitch, kill a nigga for my nigga by any means, bitch, murder scene, bitch, clean bitch, disease free, bitch. disease free, despite what you may have heard or thought, disease free. Remember them? Tell them when I used to mess with <coughs> Straight up. Now strictly niggas with. Man, I remember I. I would be better. I Typhoons got buffoons. While I watch cartoons. You know there was a whole era that I feel like doesn't get enough credit. There's a whole era I don't feel get enough credit. There's a whole era that I don't feel gets enough credit. What era is that? Let me tell you where I grew up at. Sit low, do a bat. Look, coke, blue up at. Oh, you don't know about that? Oh, y'all fuck with Foxy? Oh, we don't fuck with Foxy? Big hat, everybody rocking DK. Gav was the first dude with the CLK. Oh, we ain't fucking with Foxy Brown. Alright, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Trini. Hold on, no. We don't remember this? Of course. When she was with Sprague Avengers. Yeah, when she went back to the island. Yeah. Yeah, like that one. I really enjoyed it when she when she when she did this. Oh, was it China? That China, China, broken silence. China dog. Oh. Come on, man. <coughs> the 
Carolina Blue Six, hottest bitch on the block. Used to Willie Duke, Cotty Sock on Prada Kick. High school, got signed, wrote them platy hit. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. Am I tripping? I'm tripping. This wasn't an era. I love this Foxy Brown era. She got mad joints with Spracker Benz and Baby Cam. Critically acclaimed rap bitch in the game. What one? What one? What one? Fox Brown. Wayne Sharp. Fox Brown. Baby Shares. King one more time. Dave Kelly can't stop. Did it again. What? What? In honor of the 20th anniversary, I gotta do it. For my kids, for my kids, man. Till the sun come up, crack a 40 when the sun go down. It's a cold winter, y'all digging better bundle up. And I better be a hotter summer rapper on you just to rock it down. I'm hot now, listen up. Don't you know, cops' sole purpose is to lock us down and throw, throw away the key. But without this drug, your kids ain't got no way to eat, huh? We still try to keep mom smiling. Ooh, I like that. When the teeth stop showing and the stomach start growling, then the heat starts. If I put a hood, I know you feel me keep flowing. My sneaks start leaning and the heat stop working. Then my heat start working. I'm a Rodney, a person. Get your sleeping while you out in the open. And I'm a giddy. We gotta raise our kids while we live and make a million off a record. Throw my millions out of prison. Just my boys in the squatter. If my kids hungry, but that bitch is not as good, then. Hey, look, that's disrespectful. Um, in honor of what happened last weekend. You know the Grammys. We're gonna talk about that first, just because it's been it's been a little while. We had enough time to digest it. Um, did you catch any of the Grammys? Even yes. if it was just like highlights, and you know you just heard what happened type shit. I only saw the BET version. The BET version. The BET portion. <laughs> so the second half. <laughs> See, I happened to turn the TV on. Nah, but um, just a real quick recap of the Grammys. Um. To get straight to the point, I'm getting real tired of them using Jay-Z and Beyonce um, to get us to watch. They are really good at yelling and screaming at us and saying, Jay-Z's here, Beyonce's here. They even went so far at the beginning of the show to be like, hold up. She's on her way. She's stuck in traffic, but she will be here shortly. Don't change the channel yet. Like, she's coming. Like, I don't know how Jay-Z was there, but Beyonce wasn't there yet. Like, he's on the floor, like, just chill. separately. I mean, husband and wife travel separately to events. Maybe she was taking too long or maybe she got dressed somewhere else. Now, while I fully support the idea of leaving your wife ass at home if she ain't getting dressed fast enough. I mean, and every husband male would support that. I don't know that any of us are ever cool enough to actually leave her ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> We might say it, we might yell it, we might threaten it, but actually going to the Grammys and leaving her ass there. Hey, he had to prove a point. 
Have you heard Lemonade? Do you know this nigga still? I don't think he's out of the doghouse yet. Oh, well. He had to do a whole album. Anyway. <laughs> that being said. I don't necessarily said, think he was apologizing on that album. I think the whole album was an apology. I think the whole album was an apology. Now, the quickest way the quickest way to get your podcast taken down is to play Jay-Z music on it. But <laughs> that being said, I want you to understand that this is an apology. My nigga got on. My nigga got all white. Hold on. <laughs> this is the original beat to Tuxedo Mask, by the way. I apologize. The whole song. Listen to the beat. This sounds like a sorry nigga. I was just being opposition. That's why. Alright, cut that off because like I said, that's the quickest way to get your podcast taken down is to use uh, Jay-Z's intellectual property. Um, but that being said, uh, the Grammys came on and once again, as everyone on the internet has already known, that Grammys, they don't they don't do what we expect them to do and in some ways, I think they do exactly what we expect them to do. I think they decided, and this is just us talking about the uh, the Beyonce not getting album of the year controversy. I think they decided that Beyonce has gotten enough Grammys and they give her mad Grammys so she doesn't need album of the year. I think it's trash that she loses album of the year to these basic ass white people um, with albums that we've only heard in the elevators and shit like that. Like nobody's heard anything off Harry Styles album besides that watermelon song that I hadn't even heard before. <laughs> Um, I'm getting real tired of them inviting her to the show Putting the camera on her face all night And then not giving her album of the year She's been nominated four times Taylor Swift has won it three times Won it, not even been nominated Well, Been nominated obviously, but just won it So I'm, I'm getting tired of them playing in our faces I also want to shout out DJ Khaled Who got nominated six times and then get one Grammy But they were happy to shout, scream about How he was going to be there all night they love putting the care all, all night. God, DJ Khaled performance close the show. They, they they do that all night, but then they don't give you that near war. Throw the dog a few bones. They gave Beyonce that she got the record for most Grammys ever by anybody ever and all that cool shit, but they didn't give her album of the year. When we clearly know that anytime Beyonce drops an album, it's album of the fucking year. Lemonade. Beyonce, when it was the surprise album. This album. Like, it's a moment. I ain't heard one song on that album all the way through. <laughs> But I understand the cultural impact of a Beyonce fucking album. You don't have to hear the album to understand that your Beyonce dropped. That changes the games for like six months in the game. Uh -huh. Because Beyonce drops her album. Everybody goes crazy hyping up the album. And then here comes the tour. She has like a whole year to herself every time she drops an album. But also, niggas be screaming like... It's like the Grammys don't matter until they do. You know what I mean? It's always Grammy night and the next day on Twitter where the Grammys don't matter. But then leading up to the Grammys, it's the biggest fucking deal in the world. You know what I mean? Like, the most hardcore rapper who got nominated for a Grammy out of nowhere, he's like, well, you know, it's an honor and all that shit. And then as soon as he loses to the obvious, like, as soon as he loses to Kendrick, it's like, man, fuck the Grammys, yo. Don't nobody care about the Grammys anyway, yo. That's not the culture, yo. They don't define us. It's like, well, they just did, like, the 50-year hip-hop tribute. And, like, all of y'all were there. So, <laughs> but... I just want us to decide whether the Grammys matter or they don't. That's it. Like, we could really just boycott the shit. Or we can just say this is just another organization that hands out accolades in our industry. Like, I don't know. They just, I think that we really give the Grammys too much power. Like, they don't get it right. 
you know, it's obviously they're pandering. Like to me, every time they show somebody on the camera during the show, it was like they have to get an award at some point. And so they was basically just spreading out the awards between all the niggas sitting in the front row. <laughs> and so it was like all of y'all gonna have to come on stage at some point because that's why we got y'all down here in the front row. But we just got to spread these shits out. And we got to get Harry Styles up here, so we'll give him album of the year. We got to get Beyonce up here, so we'll give her electronic dance album of the year or some weird shit like that just to give her 39 Grammys or 34 Grammys and give her the record. But not the album of the year that she'd be looking for. Not the album of the year that got her out of the house. Her and her husband out the house. Mm. In traffic, you got Beyonce in traffic to sit in the front row to give her best electric dance album or some shit. <laughs> For you won't break my soul. <sighs> I ain't even heard the shit. I ain't played it all the way through once. I tried to play uh, "Break My Soul" all the way through yesterday, and I was just, I felt a little gay. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I know I knew that you would respond to that. <laughs> it's a gay ass song. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll be waiting for it. <clears throat> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but you know. Um This wasn't my favorite Beyonce album, and I'm not afraid to say it. It just wasn't my favorite. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't horrible. It was no, just no. it's always good music, but sometimes you can tell when it's for you and when it's not for you. Like it's obviously a pretty obvious demographic that she's going for usually it's women in this case it was the gays <laughs> i mean she thanked them in her speech she said thank you for inventing the genre that i won a grammy for making an album of it you know and i think there's nothing wrong with that shouts to the community you know what i mean but this album was definitely specifically i don't want to speak for anybody i'm not a beyonce expert so forgive me for talking like this. that's what that's why i mentioned have podcasts we just be mansplaining but she made this album specifically for gay people so i can say that because i'm a be i don't know what i'm talking about let's just be clear um as a as a casual um non-serious beyonce fan it felt like it was for the gays um, and I thought the slaps would jump out when the slaps jumped out. Like usually the slaps jump out. You know what I mean? You don't got to run to Beyonce's album for all the hard shit to jump out that you can that you can get into. You know what I mean? Um, but this time, you know, the slaps didn't jump out. It was like you know, it's an album experience. You got to play the whole out, and I just couldn't get through "Break My Soul." I can listen to it in the places I hear it, but me pressing play on it and then letting that get through the duration of the track. It took me a while to get into the songs that I do like. It didn't you feel, and this is not an anti-Beyonce post or conversation, but didn't you feel like you had to find something? Like you were like, damn, which one of these songs am I going to like? Because I got to like something up here, right? Like you were just looking for it? Well, you see other people liking it, and you're like, what am I missing out on? What, what am I not hearing? Like, you and know, what? You what? eventually hear it, and then you're like, oh. You won't my break shit. my soul. You won't break, my, mm, mm, mm. but yeah, no. It's uh, I really, I really would like for um, I would really like for Beyonce to just get her album of the year. But now she got to do another one, and I don't think y'all getting her outside again. And her next album might be four years from now or some wild shit because she just did this one and she about to go on tour with it. And yeah. she's not an every album every year drop an album type person. You know what I mean? It's been a minute since her last album, if I'm not mistaken. And it don't even be feeling like it's that long. But then you look back, you be like, damn, she ain't really did shit since the Lion King soundtrack or some wild shit. She bought the tour, make a Billy on the tour or some wild shit, and then and then disappear. 
Shit, these niggas got the kind of money. It wouldn't surprise me if Beyonce had another baby too. Just because Rihanna made it pop. Speaking of Rihanna. Perfect segue. Super Bowl was this weekend. And uh, my podcast here on the island, this is not necessarily a sports podcast, but um, there was a football game that happened before and after Rihanna's performance. It was so good. I'm not even a football person. You know I'm not sporty. Yeah, it was a definitely a I'm great football game. Not sporty at all. I'm forty, fake sporty. Okay, okay. Well, you know, shouts to that. <laughs> Round of applause. Um, looking good, looking great. Um, looking good, looking great. Um, but no, it was a great game. Uh, it was uh, you know, like I said, this ain't a sporty podcast, but you know, the game ended on a call where there was a, a penalty, and if you're asking me. This is how football games end. I don't know why we pick one thing about the game to lament and then say, oh, it would be great if this was like, yo, how many football games have we watched, guys? Penalties and shit happen at the end of games. That's why this shit's important. That fatigue, that suspense, all that adrenaline, it builds up. And sometimes somebody makes a mistake. Now, just because they hadn't seen that mistake until that moment doesn't mean that moment can't happen. Like we live under the any given Sunday kind of rules and any given moment on any given Sunday, somebody could throw that motherfucking flag. I didn't have no dog in this race. I think I wanted to see Jalen Hurts uh, get a Super Bowl ring just because I think the story is dope. Um, how he got benched in the national championship game when he was in college and he's worked his way as a backup to get the starting role. And then he had he had a hell of a Super Bowl. Like that nigga was out there balling. Had they won the game, he was clearly getting ready to be the MVP. But um, I don't, I just, I hate people that do that. I hate these armchair podcast niggas like myself that sit around like oh the game would have been so dope if not this but like hey look the nigga said he held him he said he held him and that's just what it is so i don't really give a damn about that i still thought it was an amazing um super bowl i didn't think it was any there you go i didn't think it was any better or worse um because of it i didn't think it was any better or worse because of uh you know the penalty and how it ended and yeah all that being said fuck the super bowl Rihanna performed. <laughs> That's what we need to know. Rihanna performed. Welcome back to Rocks Island. I know you're enjoying the conversation between me and Shan, but real quick, I got Fuss in the building, and he wanted to talk about Fortnite, and I wanted to give parents some advice. So enjoy this segment with Fuss. Mike Check, welcome back to Rocks Island. I got a special guest here. I got my son, Jerome Jr., in the building. <clears throat> Now, I affectionately call him Fuss, but he would not like to be f- referred to as Fuss. So, Fuss, what's the name you go by when you, you know, when you when you meeting your friends online or when you're in the streets? Zay. Zay. Okay. Okay. How you spell Zay? Z-E-Y. Every time you tell me that, I always be like, did you want your name to be that? No. <laughs> but it has something to do with something completely different, right? Yeah. Okay. But, um, either way, so thanks for joining me on the show today. Um, we were supposed to be sitting here. I'm playing a little Fortnite because I'm at the age where I'm the the dad that's trying to do the thing that his son's doing so he can connect with his son, but he don't really want to do that shit. So I'd be randomly trying to play Fortnite. Um, Plus, for my audience, for the people that listen to me, um, why? What is what is the big deal with Fortnite? If you could break it down for us a little bit, I know that's a big question to just ask you on the spot, but like. What do you like about it? Like, what was the first thing when you first got a chance to play Fortnite? I remember that day. I remember how excited you were when you first got access to it. What was it about? What was it about it? It was just different. Like, it's not like COD or like PUBG. It's like 
COD as in Call of Duty, PUBG as in a player something something Battlegrounds, something like that, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was not like other um, group shooters where everybody get online and shoot. Exactly. What made it feel different? Uh, like it's hard to explain. Like you just need like a visual, like just see what the game looks like. Like, what was the big difference though? Is it just like? I don't know. Did it look better? Was it easier? Was it more it's, fun? Was it more straightforward? Like, what was the difference between more like, like straightforward? Yeah, like cause, like describe because people know what Call of Duty is. Like, I think the people listening to my show know what Call of Duty is. So that's basically y'all running around shooting each other like y'all in the military, like yeah. you were special ops, like you were a special forces type dude, and you out here killing terrorists or killing other other ops, basically. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing in Fortnite? Like, what is the point of it? It's like a loop, like. Just get on the battle bus, a uh, hundred players drop in, everybody kill each other to the last person, and then you just do it again. <laughs> it's like a, so it's like a Royal Rumble. Yeah. So it's like they take all the seriousness out of Call of Duty and you just getting straight to the just, just getting straight to the fun part, taking people out and just trying to be the last man standing. Mm. How do you spend money in Fortnite? I think a lot of people want to know where does money get involved at? Uh there's Fortnite skins and the emotes. What is a skin? A skin is basically how you look in the game? Yeah. Okay, and then the emote is what those dances are then? Yeah, the dances. So our children, you as one of my, as my child, one of my, my oldest, when I give you money for this game, you're buying dances. Uh, I usually mostly buy skins. Right, but an emote is a dance. Yeah. So you're paying money so that a computerized version of yourself can do a dance move. Well, it does emote with it too. And What does that mean? Like with the dance move, you do emotes. Like, oh no, I mean, with the dance, it makes like music, and sometimes the music is hard, so. <laughs> so it's like a little combo. Yeah. Okay, a little lit, lit piece of music segment. Okay, like buying a little. Okay, okay. Now, what else can you buy in the game? Uh, you could buy the campaign mode of Save the World. That's what it's called. And basically, you just kill zombies until like the last level. It's actually like more complicated, complicated to explain. So. That's kind of dope. So, like, okay, there's regular Fortnite, but every now and then they just create a new fun mode. Like, a just like, oh, in this mode, we just saving the world from zombies. We're just going crazy killing zombies. Oh, yeah. That actually sounds that, pretty fun. That, that's that. Uh, what Fortnite was supposed to be. Okay. That was actually kind of lit. Okay. And so, as far as, like, okay, so a lot of people that listen to the show might not understand that this is how y'all hang out now. And so not only is it like this really fun game that you play, but all your friends are there no matter where they are. Everybody can just get on the game, meet there, and do some wild shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Because like me, Uncle Juan, Uncle Quan, all of us, we used to go to Uncle Quan's house, his grandma's house, and just be sitting around screaming, going crazy, ah, ah, playing Super Smash Brothers Melee and all this different stuff. And it's like... When people talk about how y'all just be in the house playing the game, I was like, but we was in the house playing the game. We was just all in somebody's house. Now they don't even got to go to nobody's house to play the game. It could be across the world. Across the world, anywhere. Like, I remember when games first went online and it was crazy waiting for them to buffer and how slow it was. And now y'all always get online every single day and just play online all the time. That used to be like a super special mode. Like, you had to go to somebody's house who had the fast internet. You had to go to... Like, it was a lot. Yeah. Like, niggas might not even had the Nintendo that had the Ethernet connection. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, you had to buy an extra piece to put it on the... 
So that's wild though. So but so that's what makes Fortnite dope. Like the fact that you can customize how you look, you can you can dance and get dope clips of music. You can meet up with your friends and everywhere and they come up with like custom versions of the game at different times just to keep it spicy. So even if you just get tired of the regular Royal Rumble, they'll just come up with like a zombie mode where you can go crazy in campaign mode. Yeah, pretty much. And it's also like a thing in the LTMs, like just specifically like all right, let me give you an example. Uh like only gold weapons. There's rarities of weapons. So, hold on. What does LTM stand for? Uh, limited. Limited time media. Limited time. Limited mode time. Limited time mode. Okay, oh, so yeah. like limited a limited, avail- like an exclusive availability window. Yeah. Like for now. Oh, like when they had uh, 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 Will Smith from Bad Boys in it. Oh, yeah, they did. And they have Goku sometimes. They heard they bringing Dragon Ball Super back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because are. there's like a new Gohan, a new Piccolo. So, they're yeah. going to be bringing it back. They're acting like we don't know, but they, we know. They did Deco on this year, too. What is that? All right, My Hero Academia. Oh, that cool for My Hero. Yeah, I got into that. That is such a. Have you ever watched the show? Uh, no, I didn't. That is such a dramatic. It's really, really good. But like, it's with the, one of the most dramatic animes there is. Like this dude be going through it emotionally, and animes they are really dramatic when they're trying to describe emotion and stuff. But the action, the animation, like one of these days, you're gonna actually get into these animes. I probably will. It's gonna happen for you. Like, I know I've been forcing Dragon Ball Z on your entire life, so that might take a little while. You might catch up on that one day. But like all the new stuff, your Demon Slayers, your Yu Yu Hakusho's, your Attack on Titans, some of this stuff is going crazy out here. One Punch Man, like a lot of this stuff is going crazy. And you'll find out not only is the animation crazy, but the storylines get you super sucked in. Like, but that's why I think it's dope they put Dragon Ball Z in Fortnite because that that makes me the reason I'm trying to I'm sitting here now the reason we doing this whole little segment is because I'm trying to download the latest update so I can be ready for when they do drop the new Dragon Ball superhero. You don't understand how many collabs Fortnite has. Like I could probably name all, like all of them on the spot. What is a collab? All right, so like Marshmallow, the uh, DJ artist. Uh huh. Yeah, collabs with Fortnite. And so what does that mean? Like, does that mean that he gets a character in Fortnite? Yeah, he, got a, the- he got a character, an event, and uh, a dance move, or like an emote. Okay, so like, so they do that a lot because I did, I did yeah. notice when they did the Bad Boys. I know they do the Dragon Ball Z. I think I've seen Travis Scott in there Travis before. Scott, yeah, that's a, yeah, one of the best events ever. That concert? Yeah. Did you go to Travis Scott's concert in Fortnite? Yes. And my son was at a Travis Scott concert on Fortnite. That's crazy. Yeah. You know. I have seen Travis Scott perform in person a bunch of times. Yeah, you told me a lot. Like, like that's probably at least three times, maybe four times I've seen. And Travis Scott is one of the best live performers there are. Like, he made songs that I didn't even know was lit sound crazy live. Like, slow songs or, like, just songs that I thought was, like, just suspenseful. He just, he go crazy with it. So, I can't imagine what it was like. It was, so, was it his avatar? Was it his character in Fortnite performing oh yeah it's like a like a really big travis scott and he was performing his music out and everything and y'all was battling in the background while he was doing oh, no. it we weren't fighting we were just dancing off with him <laughs> so it was like a whole show <laughs> that's so futuristic ass shit and i ain't even mad at it man i ain't even mad at it that's crazy um but like we started off with like golden eye and like perfect dark like the first multiplayer shooters and stuff so it's crazy now that it's like it's online and they created a platform that was free because they can monetize it in the platform like it's almost like a meta world a metaverse in some ways where it's like in the real world they advertise with billboards and you just see advertisements because we're here and in Fortnite, you're just there so that it's easy for them to advertise stuff because you guys are always there yeah it's like a whole other world of advertising so i don't think 
what I'm trying to break down to you is like the business of it. Like it's so smart and it makes so much money. You know what I mean? It's just like being on the streets and wanting clothes and dance moves or wanting fly shit in the streets, but you in the it just makes a lot of sense. And um, as a parent, I know that some of the people that listen to my show, they might be trying to understand what the big deal is and what the fuss is about. So basically, if you listen to this and your kid's obsessed with Fortnite and he keeps coming to you about it, one, you probably need to upgrade your internet service package, okay? If you got the $23.99, the $34.99 internet, you probably need to go up to the $64.99 or the $74.99. You need what's called gigabit service, okay? You need the fastest service possible so that your kids ain't lagging, they're not holding up the game, they're not dying because things are happening faster than their internet can handle. Am yeah, I right? Yeah, they'll bug you about it all the time. They will bug you about it all the time. And I promise you, any issues you're having with your internet at home because your kid's game is related to the internet speed you are paying for. You need to get out that basic package and work your way up to one of those upper tiers, okay? <laughs> you're watching TV and you're doing all these different things on the internet and your kid's trying to play Fortnite. That's a lot of what we call bandwidth. That's the space the internet has to travel in your house. That's a clogged interstate of internet traffic in your house. You need a higher bandwidth. You need more lanes on the interstate. Do you understand the metaphor? Right now, you're on a two-lane highway. It's $34.99 a month. You need a six-lane highway. It's probably like $64.99 a month. But invest. Your TVs will work better and your kids will be happier. Ain't that right for us? That would be right. See, we're here to promote. We're here to promote the things you guys do. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, the kids be on the... I, I understand it. Like, I get it. You know, you really could be out in the streets wilding. You could be out in the streets doing the wrong thing. You and your friends could be out in the streets getting into trouble. Instead, y'all sitting right inside my house, nice and safe, on the internet. I provide with a roof over your head. You're good to go. Every generation grows up differently, so I'm not really worried about uh, how playing the game all the time is going to buy. Like, we played the game all the time, too, and we went outside, too. You play basketball, you go outside, you play the game, too. Like, exactly. It ain't the end of the world, man. And I think that, as your parent, it's good for people to know that I'm not sitting here watching you wither away playing the game all the time. That being said, your mom is trying to call because she's outside. Thanks for joining us, Fuss. No problem. We got to go. Welcome back to Rocks Island. I am Rocks a lot here. I don't know if I had a chance to introduce her or not because I'm not great at this on my island, but I am podcasting today with SB. Say what's up, SB. Hey. She's what's here on, the island, on Rocks Island. Hanging out on a beautiful, beautiful Valentine's Day. But uh, so Rihanna blessed the NFL with a performance during the Super Bowl. And just like the internet does, they had a lot to say about it. I thought she sounded so good. I was really surprised. Um, yeah, I thought it was a. I thought it was great. I thought that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe because it's been so long since Rihanna's performed. I don't know if I don't know what people are really expected from her. I think they thought she was going to be dancing more and like doing more. Did they think she was Beyonce? I think that's what they were. You know how sometimes you remember things differently? And I feel like she did used to dance and stuff. I think really early on, maybe she was like, had to, you know, had the pop star choreography and shit. I think later in her career, like, Rihanna is like almost like a swag singer. Like, she just cool as hell and do what she wants. Like, I didn't think, I didn't think anybody expected her to come out there and like break a sweat. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. and maybe they did, but like, it's like, 
y'all know she didn't even really have to do this. You know what I mean? Like, I think she treats everything like y'all should just be happy I'm her. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know what people expected her to do. That being said, I thought it was incredible. Yeah, I thought she did a great I thought the cinematography. I don't care what it looked like to the people in the Super Bowl, in the in the stadium. I'm watching from home. Oh, they said it didn't, they I don't couldn't know. see. I'm just saying that's my point. I don't care what it looked like. On TV, that shit looked incredible on TV. Mm-hmm. The camera angles, her, she looked beautiful. The, the, the angles, the, the, the fucking platforms rising and falling, the choreography, the lighting, all that shit looked incredible on TV. She ain't had no album since like, what, 2016 or some shit? It's been a minute, however long it's been, and she just had hit after hit after hit. I thought she was going to bring out Kanye, Jay-Z, but it turns out her surprise guest was... She's having her second child. I was about to say, she didn't have it. We were watching it together, and um, immediately, we were like, I was like, yo, is she pregnant? And I didn't want to say it because, you know, you don't want to, you want to be very body conscious. You don't want to body shame women. Um, she she did recently have a baby, so I didn't want to say she looked like she was pregnant after having a baby because you know some everybody every woman's body's different and you know things. Anyway, for everybody else that was just as awkward about it as I am, <laughs> turns out she was actually pregnant. But as soon as I saw that belt dip in that outfit, I was like, that's not that's not an accident. Like mm-hmm. she's a damn near a fashion model. Like she's there's it's not an accidental baby bump showing. It's not an accidental pudge showing on Rihanna at the Super Bowl in front of a hundred million people. <laughs> she ain't just fell off today. You know what I'm saying? Like if she wasn't pregnant, then she was working out to get ready for this performance. She didn't come out here, you know what I mean? Like she didn't come out of here out of shape on purpose, basically. So I could tell I felt that's how I felt. But um she had been teasing there was gonna be a special guest all week, and apparently the special guest was her butt in the oven. So shouts to Rihanna, congratulations. <laughs> But as far as the criticism, I don't think that Rihanna is Beyonce. And now knowing that she's pregnant and knowing that that whole thing was about her being pregnant, y'all not getting no album. Y'all not getting no tour. Y'all not getting nothing. Y'all got the Super Bowl. She gave that to the world. And now she's about to chill out. And some women, um, I'm talking to a woman, to some women. This is why niggas ain't supposed to have podcasts, yo. Some women. As I, anyway, I've heard women say that. Um, you know, when they want to have kids, they want to have them all together. You know what I mean? So she might feel like now that she's had one kid, she might as well have like, you know, one, two, whatever the case is all together and kind of because of her career, maybe like get it out the way for lack of a better term, you know, just have them all together so she can go back to her career at some point instead of, you know, and, and maybe that's the case. I don't know nothing about Rihanna, but congratulations to her. ASAP Rocky, you, uh, you're making us proud. You're doing what needs to be done. Um, you're locking it down. You're securing the future. Um, I mean, the first one, the first one was enough. But the two, I mean, like you're Nick Cannon status now. Like you're good for life now. <laughs> you know, uh, Nick Cannon's fumbling in the bag by continuing to have kids after Mariah Carey. Like he's embarrassing her at this point. But <laughs> initially, he did the right thing. You know, he got with Mariah Carey didn't work out, but he got two on her. Bang bang, two shots with the Glock. You know what I mean? And so ASAP, you're doing the right thing, brother. Take care of your kids. Be a great father. Respect and honor your woman and their mother. And I think you'll be all right, bro. I think you uh you might not even have to rap again, bro. You might not even have to write no more rap, bro. Because to me, ASAP Rocky is not nearly as dope as it used to be. 
Uh, he just I don't know what he be doing when he be rapping sometimes now. I ain't heard a fire ASAP Rocky song in years at this point. Heard some cool joints. Oh, that's beauty cool. You know what I, mean? I ain't heard nothing fire in years. The nigga's weird now. But he's doing the right thing. I get it. I get it. I wouldn't be rapping either. You know what I mean? I'd be uh, making sure that uh, my other baby's taken care of and trying to lock down two, three, four, five, six more babies. Like, just line them up. You know what I mean? Like, line them up, my nigga. Doing the right thing. But that being said, um, Super Bowl was dope. Uh, Rihanna's dope. Give up your hope for a tour. Shit's mm-hmm. dead. <laughs> that shit's dead. It's over now. She's not. It's not happening. Um, so, yeah. So today is Valentine's Day. Yes, it is. Why don't you tell the audience? Tell the audience what Valentine's Day means to you. They can't see you thinking about it. Yeah, (laughs) because Valentine's Day. I mean, I don't want to say it's just a day, but it's a a day where you show appreciation for others, for those people that you love. That's it. That's all it is to it. Um, I don't have any real highbrow thoughts on Valentine's Day. Um, if I'm being honest, uh, people who have like all these really high thoughts and opinions, especially dudes, this broke boy shit. Be honest with you. Uh, if you like somebody and you ain't got ten to fifteen dollars to buy them a card, a balloon, and a little stuffed animal or some shit, just say that. It don't got to be this whole speech about how a Valentine's Day is this commercial ass holiday that they made up. Just go pick up a car, do something nice. Like, just stop playing, my nigga. That's it. That's it. That's how. That's how I feel about Valentine's Day. I hate when niggas try to get pseudo intellectual about Valentine's Day. You know, at the end of the day, you know, it's Valentine's Day. If you really like your girl, you do shit for all of us. You don't do nothing for. You don't do nothing. It could be Valentine's every day, but it ain't never Valentine's Day. So what's up, nigga? You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm just saying, like everybody who talks that Valentine's Day all the time, shit, don't do Valentine's Day all the time. So Valentine's Day is a good excuse to step outside your comfort zone and go take an extra step to show somebody that you care about them, do something special, do something different. Yeah. Um, this is a cold, cold world, so I don't think this is a bad idea to put it on the calendar. A day that makes you think about somebody else, makes you think about the person you care about, the person that you might um, have companionship with. I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. You know what I mean? And if you're with somebody you love and you can't do something on this particular day, hey, y'all love each other, right? They understand. You know, sometimes you got to wait till payday. Sometimes you got to reschedule Valentine's Day. But long as you, long as they know that it is important to you, that's all that really matters. You know, it's like Christmas. Christmas is made up too. You know what I mean? <laughs> we don't know what day Jesus was born. We guessing. You know what I mean? But we didn't even have this calendar back when Jesus was walking around. We added months to it, all kind of wild stuff. Jesus might have been born in August <laughs> because they threw three more Roman months in this motherfucker named after emperors. Now all of a sudden Jesus was born in December. Okay, well back then. <laughs> I don't even know January back when Jesus was here. What the hell are we talking about? Like, what are we doing? So all days and holidays are made up, people. You know, whatever holiday you pick, it didn't happen on that day. Somebody just said that, okay, the third Thursday of the month is the day we're going to do Thanksgiving. That ain't when the pilgrims and the Indians sat, no, excuse me, Native Americans sat down. It's just the day they pick. So I don't like, some people take Valentine's Day too far. I don't like when it's like mandatory that you have to get a gift and you have to Usually that comes from the women though. That doesn't ever come from a guy. I ain't never was like. I know some guys that are into gifts. You can be into it without making it mandatory. Like I, I can't see my, I can't they, see myself like, yo, you got to give me something for Valentine's Day. Yeah, like, I mean, or they be looking for a gift. Well, I mean, niggas is losers though, so I be forgetting about that part. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you oh, give a well, gift to get a gift. I mean, I guess you know what I mean. 
I, I guess I'm a beat dog, so I don't know anything about Valentine's Day being mandatory and all that shit. I had to play it cool, like it wasn't that big a deal. <laughs> And then just be happy as hell when I got like a motherfucking uh, Snickers candy bar, Valentine's Day candy bar, some shit. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> nah, but uh, you know, I, I, I yeah, I've had good Valentine's days, of course, but like I never, I never made it mandatory. Whenever a good Valentine's Day to me is being able to do something, you know, romantic for somebody on Valentine's Day. It isn't a good Valentine's Day if I get a bunch of shit like. That's a little, it's not awkward, but it's just like, oh, oh, okay, he did all that. I was just trying to, you know, I don't know. But for me, it's when I can do something special. Like, that's when a good, it's a good Valentine's Day. Because, like, a guy is always expected to do something special on Valentine's Day. So we have that pressure a little bit. So whenever I can meet that demand, I'm like, yes, I did it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I had time. I thought about it. I was considered. I cared. I had a plan. And I executed. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it ain't always about gifts. And even though gifts can be involved, but. You know, just the idea that you planned, you thought about it, and you wanted to make it special. No yeah. matter how it was special, you just wanted it to be special. You didn't want it to go by without marking the moment. Mm-hmm. Another thing they say about Valentine's Day is that you make Scorpios today. Mm. So be careful out there tonight. <laughs> Please do wrap there up. There are going to be a lot of Scorpios created tonight. Let's go. Welcome to the squad. <laughs> Can't wait to get another group of Scorpios. Hey, listen, Scorpios, we get a bad rap, man. Listen, there's levels to this Scorpio away. shit. There's levels to this Scorpio shit. It's not as simple as everyone says it is, okay? There's your beginning Scorpios, there's your intermediate Scorpios, and then there's your master level Scorpios that we like to call the Phoenix that re- that rise from the ashes Okay. that Scorpios yeah. can burn down the world with. Yeah, and there's some Scorpio shit you're kicking right now. And some of us have a higher level, have reached a higher level of, of consciousness as it relates to our Scorpio tendencies and behaviors. You get to a place where all that shit they be talking about Scorpios don't even apply to you. But you remember a time where you used to be a much younger and out of control Scorpio. You know, like a the way a butterfly just flaps in the wind with no discernible tract. Just bouncing around from emotion to emotion and to frustration and anger and passion. Like, I remember those days. I remember having a temper. Until I learned how to bottle that 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 burning rage that every Scorpio was born with and just use it to fuel my ambitions and desires. Learn to spite people with success and not actual like physical harm or like yeah. detriment. You know what I mean? Like to turn vengeance into a product to a productive form of energy like take your vengeance and point it the right direction like instead of just crushing people because niggas is weak and you could just kill them all but take that energy and just point it somewhere positive you know what i mean spite people with your success it's like when you reach a higher level of scorpio you start to understand that this is some of the most powerful motivation you can have oh my gosh the desire to crush the people that cross you if you just don't crush them, but use the same energy that you would crush them with to do something productive or positive, you too can reach this higher level of consciousness as a Scorpio. But I'm giving way too much game away. I can't let all the other signs know why Scorpios are the best and why we have manipulated y'all into even believing your existence has any significance. I can't do it. I can't do it. And I shouldn't. I shouldn't. So be careful out there tonight. 
be careful out there tonight because you too could be creating Scorpio. And like I said, on self-care deluxe. Everybody want a scorpion, but they don't know what to do with one. It's crazy. It's so hard being us. SB, what else you got going on in your world? Getting ready to wrap the show up. I would tell you the name like a kid name or something, but like my audience... I, I told you I don't have any really weird ones. I know I don't. Year. I don't have like the biggest audience, but somebody is gonna recognize Marquarius or some shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I talked about this on the show because I'm getting ready to wrap it up. But I don't know if I mentioned this on the show. But um, I've been potty training uh, my toddler Rye, and initially, initially, y'all, I was real, real stupid and ignorant about it. I'm just gonna come right out and say it. I was real, real stupid. Um. It's very difficult. Uh, when my oldest son was his age, I was in prison. And so I didn't have to deal with the potty train. The first thing he said to me when I came home from prison was, I got to go to the bathroom. I was like, yes. <laughs> but in my current toddler, all my sins are coming back to haunt me. Um, he is getting too old for pampers. Um, I was talking shit like I was happy to buy diapers. I know that sounds crazy. And then this dude started peeing everywhere, even in a diaper. And so I've had to begin potty training. So that's what I'm working on. Uh, it's going really well. We're sitting on the potty next week. It's all draws all the time. So we're going to get him up out of these pampers. And that's the potty training update. Because I, right. I I was humbled. I was humbled. Um, he definitely makes me feel old. <laughs> but he humbled me with this potty training shit. It made me I almost lost it one night. Um, I was sitting on the couch like, damn, you know. What kind of father am I? Um, was this the best idea? Why did I bring him into this world if I couldn't potty train him? I gave him a dick, but I ain't going to show him how to use it. Like, this is crazy. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. <sighs> I think I was low on smoke that night, too. I think I might have been low on smoke that night, too. You know what I mean? Anxiety was creeping in. I felt like I was failing him. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like I was failing my dude. So, uh, we back on it. We back at it. And uh, we're going to do what we got to do. Um, yeah, so... Have you enjoyed your Valentine's Day? I have. I did. I've enjoyed mine too. I've enjoyed mine too. Looking forward to uh I hate too much. Many, many more. Yeah, you know, uh Citrus is one of my favorite spots to go to. You know, no plug for them because they don't pay nothing. This is not an ad. But uh Citrus is one of my favorite spots to go to to get some real fresh breakfasts and all that. So I think it was a dope little way to start the day. A little brunch slash lunch, a little mimosa action. So so everybody out there I hope y'all had a dope Valentine's Day I hope the person that you're laying down with Did something special for you To justify laying down with them um, Like I said It doesn't take much And I'm the kind of person That would tell you that Hey If you wanted the person You're laying down with To do something special for you And they did it You should really consider that um, A signal That should be something That you uh, read into I'm not saying Dump that nigga Or that woman I'm just saying that Hey you know, Valentine's Day is on the calendar. It's built in. It's already printed on the calendar. You don't have to pretend like it sneaks up on you if you really want to make somebody feel special. So, and if the person you with is not making you feel special, then why are you with that person? There are so many people on this planet that could make you feel amazing and special and seen and felt. If you're with somebody who doesn't make you feel that way, it's got to just be because their name is on the lease. <laughs> it ain't love. If y'all names is on the least again. No, I'm just joking. I'm talking shit. Hey, listen, thank you for joining me on Rocks Island. We'll be back when I'm back. 
Like, listen, share, comment, do all that shit. If you hear my voice, let me know you hear me by sharing it or liking it or doing something so I know y'all out there. I'll add your boy.